Hey, Tiger fans, show your pride on the road by purchasing an official State of Kansas Tiger Tag. The process is quick, easy, and your $30 license plate fee will support scholarships at Fort Hayes State University. Visit FHSUalumni.com slash drive or contact the Alumni Association to learn more. Your car or truck isn't complete without a Fort Hayes State University Tiger Tag. Visit FHSUalumni.com slash drive today. Go Tigers! It's time for Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network. Tiger Talk, live from Big Smoke Barbecue on the corner of 8th and Main in Hayes. A distinctly local take on classic American barbecue. Order online at BigSmokeHays.com. Tiger Talk is also brought to you by these premier Tiger sponsors. Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Ellis. Banking one story at a time. The Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute. Expertise, technology, compassion all right here. Adams Brown, strategic allies and CPAs, going above plus beyond for you. BTI, your John Deere dealer in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Mass City, and Pratt. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. The Taco Shop, dine-in, carry-out, or delivery. You've never had it so good. And Eagle Communications, our community connected. Now, the voice of the Tigers, Gerard Welbrock. Hey, good afternoon and welcome into Tiger Talk. Good to have you with us on this Monday. We're going to talk with women's basketball coach Tony Hobson, men's coach Mark Johnson, both coming off big road wins yesterday at White Auditorium and Emporia, gearing up for their next-to-last home weekend. Hard to believe. Thursday night, Missouri Western, and then Saturday afternoon, Northwest Missouri State. We're live at Big Smoke Barbecue uh, on the corner of 8th and Main and Hayes. Of course, you can stop on by. They're open 11 to 8 Monday through Saturday for lunch and for dinner. Um, you can also get it for carryout or to-go, BigSmokeHayes.com. Their own dry rub, choice of sauces. Uh, great barbecue here today at Big Smoke Barbecue. Of course, uh, we'd love for you to chime in. You can email us your question. All you have to do is go to the Fort A. State Athletics website, fhsuathletics.com. Click on Fans. You'll get a drop-down menu there at the bottom. You'll see Ask the Coach, and if we use your question, uh, you'll be in the running for a $25 gift certificate at the end of the month here from Big Smoke Barbecue in Hayes. Tigers on the road uh, twice last week. Had to go to Washburn on Wednesday and then Sunday uh, against Nebraska, against um, Emporia State in Emporia. Kind of a, a goofy schedule. With that, we bring in uh, head women's coach Tony Hobson and uh, a couple of nice wins for your squad. And last Monday we were talking to you coming off the, the loss to Pitt State, and, and obviously that one kind of stung a little bit. And you got a hard-fought win in, uh, I guess, two hard-fought wins, totally different games, but two good road wins against uh, in-state rivals. It's, it's always fun when you can beat the, the Ichabods and, and the Hornets and, and your gals played really well to, to get that job done. Well, you have to be ready, I mean, to go on the road first, but they're both... You know, Washburn's been playing really well lately, better than the record indicates, and uh, so that that was a. I knew that would be a tough one, and they really guard well and and rebound it, and and then and then you go just flip it, and you have Emporia State, who's on, who's who's in the, you know, in a kind of a tailspin, so to speak. So you know you're going to get a desperate, hard-fought attempt, and I think we got their best shot uh, for sure early, 
uh, and withstood it and were able to uh, to pull that one out. So any anytime you can go on the road, uh, two separate trips, we were traveling in weather on both times, uh, screwy schedule, uh, both day trips where, you know, yesterday, for instance, uh, our day started at 8.30 in the morning uh, with a, you know, and it took a little while longer to mm-hmm. get there. We, we got home at nine last night. So it was a 12, 13 hour day uh, to play one game. And so it's kind of a grind. And if you don't have some kids that are fairly mentally tough, uh, on that particular day, you can be in trouble. Well, you mentioned Washburn, and boy, you look their last four or five games. Now they've been in them. I mean, they had a you know a new coach and, and you know some new players, some younger players now, uh, you know different roles to step in, and 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 it's maybe taken them a while, and, and they struggle on the offensive end. But you touched on their defense. I mean, I think they did it against Carney, they did it against you, they've done it against some really good teams. I think they led at halftime against Southern. They've been right there, and I think you're. You're going to look back at the end of the year, and that win at Lee Arena is going to be a, a big victory. Uh, you really had to, to, to dig de- in deep and, and, and made some big plays down the stretch when your team had to make some big plays. Well, it's just one you have to win if you want to stay relevant uh, in the race, and uh, it certainly wasn't easy. And I think she's just figuring out with her team. Uh, she, she's getting them to do what they're capable of doing. And, then, you know, if, if you have some, some – uh, hard-nosed kids that are, are decent athletes you can you can get them to play d and you can get them to rebound and she's got them doing that they're they're not a very good offensive team because they don't have very good offensive players right and, and she can't control that really at, at this point uh moving forward she'll have a little more influence as far as recruiting and stuff but uh you know they don't they they're they're a little limited so she's kind of i think it's just taken taken them a while to find out what what they can and can't do and and maybe tailor the offense a little bit more, maybe slow it down a little bit. So they are in low-scoring uh, half-court knockdown drag-out games, and and it's helped keep them in games and make they're kind of scary to play a little bit now, be, just because they're going to it's going to be a low-scoring one. And and really, uh, they should have they they had Carney beat. Yeah. I mean, they should have beat Carney. Um, so. Anyway, they're they're much better than like I said, like their record indicates, and they probably uh, would like to play a few of those games that they had prior to Christmas. If they played them now, they'd probably win them. You know, it's interesting. It looked like you're about ready to take control. You got up, I think, at eleven late in the third quarter, and and give them credit. They go on a twelve nothing run to to pull it to with one within one early in the fourth, but. You never let them take the lead, and then your team kind of hunkered down, so to speak. I think you outscore them fourteen to six the rest of the way to to escape there with the win. You know, and give your team credit. Obviously, you probably didn't like the twelve zero run they gave up, but you, sometimes you see that when you're on the road, those can get away pretty quickly. And they did a good job to not allow that to happen. Well, um, we assisted them in that twelve zero run, <laughs> just uh, not necessarily letting them score. But we had, I think, three missed three or four missed free throws in there and a missed layup and you know if you just make a couple of free throws and make the layup you know and it's not near as painful but you know they just it, you've seen it with us a lot too where we get uh we get behind in our our defense and and our rebounding and just it keeps us in there and that's what that's what they did they just uh they got stingy they made some good plays we helped them out a little bit and and they're at home and you know they're uh, even though you know some teams when their record's not great and they're you know some teams are still really into it and playing hard and trying to get better they're one of those teams mm-hmm. um, some teams when they get to that spot they give up and they're ready for uh, spring break or whatever and uh, off season 
but they're not one of them. And I and and I think she's I think she's really doing a good job with uh, the situation she's in, and and uh, probably going to uh, be good for that program down the road. Emma Ruddle gave you a big spark, especially in that that second half and in the fourth quarter, nine points, uh, hit a big three in there, a couple of free throws. I think we talk about it every week what she has become, but uh, uh, that was a, a situation you needed her to step up and score a little bit, and she hit some big baskets and kind of stemmed the tide in that fourth quarter. Yeah, she she just uh, you know she makes something happen. Uh, used to, you know, early earlier in her career, she would make something happen, and it wasn't, you know, it wasn't uh, nearly consistently as good as it is now. Now, uh, primarily, good things happen with her on the floor, and uh, you know, her effort's always going to be there. And uh, she showed it again yesterday, but against Washburn, especially, she hit, she did, she hit a big three, and I think she got a steal, and um, she's really. Uh, She's really turned into a, a good, uh, if you want to call her a sixth man or, or whatever, she's really turned into a valuable asset off the bench, and, and she's unselfish. It doesn't bother her that she doesn't start, uh, and you need kids like that. And and you, Kate DelSaver's become a great defender, and, and, and you can see um, Emma getting better. A lot of times, just because of her quickness and her athleticism, she gets one of the opponent's better players, but it just and just, just is relentless on him, and it just kind of wears him down by the end of the day. Well, when you're that athletic, you just, you know, you can make mistakes and cover them up. <laughs> yeah. you, you see it in all sports. Uh, speed speed is a killer, and and uh, Kate and Emma both have that, so they're, they're just, they can recover uh, much quicker. They can uh, do things in the back court that other players might not be able to because they'd just be uh, looking from behind the whole time, but they can catch them and, and uh, stay in the play. So very valuable to have. And, uh, you know, and they, they've embraced their role. Uh, Kate Dillsaver doesn't need to hardly score. It, it's nice when she does, yeah. but she can still have a big impact on the game. Uh, just in other other faucets. Well, Tigers got a big win over Washburn and uh, set up a big one with Emporia. We'll talk more about the, the win yesterday at White Auditorium against an inspired Emporia State team when we come back. Again, we're live at Big Smoke Barbecue, corner of 8th and Main. I'd uh, love to see you out here to join us for Tiger Talk. Of course, you can always get it to go, bigsmokehaze.com, open until 8 o'clock Monday through Saturday. Tiger Talk brought to you in part by Golden Bell Bank of Hayes. Your life has a story, Golden Belt Bank would like to get to know that story. It's banking one story at a time. Visit them at goldenbeltbank.com. More Tiger Talk straight ahead. This is the Tiger Sports Network built by PwC. People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs. It's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do sell out. This is Philip Kuhn inviting you to dine with us. Big Smoke Barbecue at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue. Their roots run deep in Kansas, and the secret to success, that little bit of something extra. At Adams Brown, they believe that business should be simplified. They ease your burdens rather than add to them. They aren't just your CPAs. They're an extended team just for you, a team that will work and grow together with you. That something extra is service that gets your attention, exceeding expectations. Certified public accountants at Adams Brown, going above and beyond for you. Online at adamsbrowncpa.com. 
Now that fall harvest is over, don't just put that equipment away and forget about it. Contact your local BTI John Deere dealer and set your appointment for a winter inspection. Our certified technicians will do a complete multi-point inspection that covers everything on your John Deere equipment. Schedule an inspection and receive skilled labor and a one-year parts and labor warranty on installed parts at BTI. Call your local BTI John Deere dealer in Buckland, Greensburg, Pratt, Nest City, Hoxie, and Great Bend. There is freedom in movement, and HazeMed Orthopedic Institute helps you regain your best moves. As one of America's top 20 rural hospitals, HazeMed offers the most comprehensive orthopedic care in western Kansas, complete with quality outcomes and our four-star patient experience. From joint and spine surgery to sports medicine, rehab therapy, and more, we are here to help you move freely. No need to travel far. Learn more at HazeMed.com backslash orthopedics. Sydney trying to get free, picked up now, finds still Saber, three-pointer block, she gets it back, misses the jumper, rebound Wagner to the rim, and scores! It's a one-point game! Oh man, the three-pointer was blocked, but Dill Saber saved it, and Wagner with a second-chance bucket, she has a dozen, it's a one-point game! I'm at a 45-44 in the third quarter. Quite a play. And uh, for both, Kate DelSaver after the the three-pointer was blocked to go track it down and shoot it again. And then Wagner to time it perfectly and and get the layup. Part of some great action in the second half as the four-day state women rallied to beat the Emporia State Hornets yesterday at White Auditorium 77-68. Welcome back into Tiger Talk. We're live at Big Smoke Barbecue in the corner of 8th and Main in Hayes. The old soda shop building. So a lot of the great soda fountain treats you can get as well as some great barbecue and uh, uh, the home of Tiger Talk certainly appreciate them hosting us and we kind of touched on the first segment at Emporia and you knew it was going to be a challenge just because I mean they're too too um, too proud of a program they'd lost seven in a row eight straight conference games and uh, just things have kind of been snowballing on them and and uh not that you were their Super Bowl, but you knew you were going to get a great effort, and you got a great effort. And uh, well, give your team credit because there were some stretches where it looked like it was teetering, where it may be too much to overcome, but uh, found a way to to hang in there, and then had a, just a tremendous second half to pull off that victory. Yeah, we were. I mean, early in the game, we were on the ventilator, but uh, you know, we we recovered <laughs> yeah. just in time, got out of ER, and and. Uh, moved on but uh, we did have a slow start and i you know i told them all week i said we're going to get their best shot uh whatever that is they're going to give us their best shot because they're they're a desperate team they they're trying to turn it around they they have talent uh beyond their record let's mm-hmm. just put it that way i mean they've got uh, treasure jobs a, a stud and she can really score uh all different ways so you you have to deal with that but um, once we got accustomed to the speed of the game and, and their defense a little bit, uh, you know, it's one of those things you can't uh, – you you just can't simulate that in practice. You can set it up, and this is where they're going to be, and they're really quick, and they're going to be up under you, and they're going to uh, swipe at it and hands all over and steal it, and you got to be car- – you can't – you know, uh, it's not it's not them. So once we got used to the speed, I thought we uh, attacked it much better. Really, the final three quarters, um, and and got better shots. And then you know, just from your highlight, you played, uh, and that was a good call, by the way, 
uh, which you have a lot of them when you when you get excited, which is good. Uh, there's <laughs> nothing you. there's nothing worse than a monotone highlight. Uh, I've heard a lot of them, uh, but you know, Kate just did not give up on the play. First of all, and I I told her after the game, I says that was the best missed shot, most <laughs> important missed shot because she hit the rim mm-hmm. and got us a new count, and then Katie. Uh, you know, was relentless the second half. We really crashed the boards well, but they're easy to, to they're easy to do that on because they're scattered, and uh, they were running around trapping and really after us, and, and then they're not in position to rebound. If you can get your kids to play with the energy necessary to go, uh, you can get a lot of rebounds. I don't know that I've seen a stat line where a team has 24 offensive and 24 defensive rebounds in the same game. You had rebounded by 15, but 24 now. Your second chance point total would have been a lot higher because it seemed like in the first half you got a lot yeah. and you couldn't finish it off right. and score. But man, you guys were relentless on the glass and you kind of touched on with that zone maybe allows you to do that. But had to be a good sign because uh, rebounding had been uh, a bit of a struggle here a little bit and that's hopefully a, a good sign in the right direction. Well, one thing we do well to provide offensive rebound opportunities <laughs> we do miss our share of shots i was gonna so, let you say it uh, well that's it's nice of you but um you know this is the first game uh, probably the last two games a little bit on wednesday mm-hmm. and then and again katie's kind of looked katie yeah. wagner's looked like herself um she's she's playing uh you know a little stronger and has a little more bounce and yesterday she looked like she was moving like uh like back to normal before christmas levels and boy it showed she just she really had it she had a great second half and and we kind of emphasized at halftime just we kind of put in a you know before you pass it against the zone let's let's pump fake it once and and get them in the air and and uh because otherwise they're just they're pretty quick and they get a lot get their hands on a lot of balls so um i just i just thought interior wise i thought Liv was really patient she was uh, uh, she handled the the physicality of it well. You know, it, it's really hard when you're trying to post up and you're you're getting and it's physical in there. It's hard not to react. I mean, it just really is. So I thought she maintained her composure pretty well, and and she uh, she had a really good game. Yeah, twenty points, four boards, three assists. Katie Wagner, her third double double against Emporia State, twenty one twelve. Also three assists. Sidney Galladay had 11 points and six assists. And I love key stat, too. You turn it over nine times. They had seven steals. That's below their average. That's kind of their M.O., and it sounds strange against a zone. Usually you have less turnovers, but the way that, that, that zone's different than anyone you'll face all year, and, and it's active, but to only turn it over uh, nine times and – I mean, third, second quarter on, it, it was maybe four the whole rest yeah, of the game. I mean, right. really, really great job. Yeah, and the thing is, if you can just not turn it over and make three passes, you had an open shot. And uh, we, like I said, once we got used to the speed of it and figured a couple things out, uh, I thought we did a, an excellent job. But, you know, the whole thing with uh, just figuring out and not turning it over is it, it starts with your point guard who has the ball most of the time, and, and Sydney's just been – uh, pretty solid in that in that category. Uh, she's improved a lot. And then, although Kate and Emma and Megan and 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 even Ellie, they're not necessarily just ball handlers, but they're smart and they're pretty good passers. So get them in the right spots. They usually do the right thing. But 
that many turnovers against those guys. And, and you're right. It's not – you think of a zone being set back there being a little passive thing where you pass around, take an outside shot, and hope they miss. It's uh, not like that at all. They they try to speed you up and and uh, make you make you uh, screw up. And uh, if you can keep from doing that, you get good looks. And then the second half, we started getting it inside and uh, really taking it to them. And uh, we we just played played great the second half. You haven't seen a lot of zone this year, but it seems like when you have. This group attacks it better than maybe you have in years past. And I'm sure it helps having Hollebeck and, and Katie Wagner a big part of it because of what they bring to it. But it just feels like uh, in some some years it's like, boy, go to a zone, it, you know, hope you can hit some outside shots. doesn't feel that way this year. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, we haven't seen very much, and that's probably why, is because we have, uh, you know, like Megan probably is better against his own than a man. Mm-hmm. And uh, – it it takes you have to have some you have your bigs have to be able to pass you you have to be able to move it in and then kick it out for shots and you have to have somebody that can operate in the high post area and and really um, I didn't play her as much as I anticipated I would with with Clary uh, yesterday because she can she can stretch it and shoot it and she's good in the high post area mm-hmm. just because Katie was so dominant you know I I uh, as long as Katie didn't need a rest. I, she wasn't. I was going to leave her in there because she was playing so well. Um, so we we've got a few components that I think help us uh, attack his own, and uh, we've been doing a good job of it so far. And that, that's obviously a, a big win there. And, and we had talked about it on the broadcast. Uh, two back-to-back wins at Emporia now. First time since I think ninety-two, ninety-three, or ninety-three, ninety-four, ninety-four, ninety-five, and. You talk about the building. It's a tough place to play. Usually it's the team that plays there is the reason. Emporia had a dominant run. But now you've won two in a row there, and uh, hopefully that's a that's a good trend because it, it, it's, it's been a tough place for your team to win, mainly because you're playing an Emporia State team that's national championship caliber uh, most years. But uh, it's funny how you get on a roll, and now hopefully that becomes a place the Tigers can win more frequently. Yeah, it's well, it's just got a lot of components that make it hard to play. I mean, it's a little, it's a little place. It's 2,200. Uh, the band's right on top of you. Uh, you know, just everything's kind of, mm. you're kind of boxed in there. You, you know, if you're claustrophobic and you're a player, you don't <laughs> want to play there. Um, and, and like you said, uh, we've talked about that before. It's who you're playing when you're there. They've, they've been just <clears throat> not quite as good these last two years. I still think they're talented. They just, you know, for whatever reason, whether they're sick or whether they're hurt or whatever. Uh, so we've been able to get them. Um, I don't know how many times we've won there. We got him one time when Lehman was was with us, mm-hmm. and uh, maybe one other time. So we've probably yeah. we're probably like four and ten there. I, I don't know. Uh, doesn't matter. Uh, what matters is we got him on Saturday. Yep, that's all that matters. And the Tigers get the win. And now back at home, big games coming up this week. Missouri Western, another big showdown on Thursday in the Northwest Missouri State on Saturday. Tiger Talk is brought to you by Adams Brown, going above and beyond for you. Adams Brown, strategic allies and CPAs. Back with more Tiger Talk right after this on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PWC. 
people from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs. It's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do sell out. This is Philip Kuhn inviting you to dine with us. Big Smoke Barbecue at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue. The passions you pursue help shape who you are and make your story brighter. At Golden Belt Bank, we support you because when you live your passions every day, your finest work unfolds. Make today the beginning of another great chapter. This is banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank, one story at a time. Visit goldenbeltbank.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Imagine one of your favorite moments, something truly good. This holiday season, it's time to focus on the positive. And Next Tech is here to help you share more of what makes life good. Experience and enjoy more of the memories, traditions, and good times with three months free of any Next Tech service. Plus, current customers can upgrade a service without a price boost for the first three months. This holiday season, find more of your good when you visit nexttech.com slash the good. A new year means New Year's resolutions. And at the top of your resolution list should be visiting the taco shop. January specials include Sancho's, beef and bean burrito, beef enchilada, or cheese enchilada for $3.09 each. Ordering is easy with the handy taco shop app. Or stop by at 722 East 8th, the taco shop. A Hayes tradition since 1970. You've never had it so good. Come on down to the taco shop. Here's Ernie out high. Hornets have been zoned the entire day. Hauling back from the foul line. Over to Ernie. Left wing three. It's perfect. Megan Ernie with her third three. She has nine. 63-56. Yeah, big day for Megan. Hit a three threes in the ball game. Tigers go on to beat the uh, the Hornets. Uh, rallied from 14 down. Largest deficit overcome and a win this season. As we mentioned, back-to-back wins for the first time since 94-95 in Emporia. And Katie Wagner had her third career double-double against ESU. And now they'll be back at home. Running out of opportunities. Two more weekends to watch the Tigers at home starting Thursday night when Missouri Western comes to town. Tiger Talk brought to you by the Taco Shop. You can order by phone, use their app, pick up a delivery. Uh, 722 East 8th, the Taco Shop. Hayes tradition since 1970. You've never had it so good. We did have a question emailed into us this week. I'm trying to be delicate how we asked. It was basically about about Newman. The question was just your thoughts on them being in the league. They, they don't really fit the mold of the MIAA, a private uh, Catholic school, small enrollment uh, in the league. Obviously, on the women's side, they have struggled a little bit in basketball. They've had their moments in, in some other sports, but uh, the the, the the listener just was interested in your comments on them being in the MIAA when they don't really fit the mold of the rest of the conference. Well, I, I think there's teams like that in all conferences. I mean, right. uh, Duke might not be in the ACC, and, and Northwestern might not be in the Big Ten. They're both having Romans under mm-hmm. 10,000. So 
I, I don't know if it's uh, being small or, or private necessarily. Uh, I do think the number of teams we have in the league is just disjointed. 14 is awful. It's the worst number you can possibly have. Very challenging for scheduling. Well, it's just uh, in basketball, uh, our schedule, is, it's unbalanced every year. You don't get a true conference champion because everybody doesn't play the same schedule. And uh, this year we've we've got the, the short end of the stick because – you know, we have six top teams that are uh, heads and shoulders above everybody. We we play the other five uh, all two times, and some of them don't. So, anyway, I, I don't know whether they do or not. I, I like them in, a, in our conference because of the location. Yeah. Gives us another closer team. Uh, but I do think the, the number of teams uh, could sure be revisited. Well, they'll be interesting to see what happens in the future. Well, back at home, a uh, big one coming up again this week, uh, Missouri Western. You look at them, they're tied with Carney in second place, one game back of Central Missouri, who uh, was defeated this past week. And then you're tied with Pitt State at 10-3 and three right behind them. And we've talked about it um, when you went through a stretch of back-to-back losses uh, despite the fact you have everybody on the schedule, you need a play ahead of you yet, and and one of those teams is coming up here on Thursday. Obviously, a big challenge. Western's really good. Uh, you had a really nice win at their place earlier this year, but uh, it's a big game on Thursday night. Well, it is, and the last time they lost was us on December 10th. They've won 10 in a row, and, uh, you know, part of that is just the part of, ske- of the schedule, but they have some decent wins in there. Um, they they beat Central Missouri uh, in a in a tight game here just last week. So they're they're playing really confident. Uh, they're they're very talented. They can really score it. You got to be on your toes, and it'll be a, a tough game. We played uh, we played an excellent game there uh, earlier in the year, and and we're able to get out of there with a win. Um, we would sure like to duplicate that, but we we do. We need to uh, need to beat these teams that are. Uh, up here either a game ahead of us or tied with us or or whatever um you know we've uh we've got carney we've got mo west we've got central that are are ahead of us and we've we've beat we've beat one of them and we've lost to the other two by a point so we're we're right there uh we could easily you know what ifs um you know it could be better than we are but but we're not so we just have to really bear down and just scratch out every win we can and see see uh, see what happens towards the end. Well, it certainly will be a, a a lot of fun, and as you said, good to see Katie Wagner looking healthy. And you just get the feeling that uh, this team's starting to maybe maybe turn the corner, and you're getting your pieces back and healthy. And hopefully now is I mean we're getting close to February to to make that stretch run and uh, see where this thing ends at the end of the regular season. Well, you know, you, you know you just want to have your team playing as good as they can towards the end, and and I, I'll tell you every. Every year that we struggle a little bit, sometimes during the year, it's it seems like it's always when we're not in class after the first mm-hmm. year, and it should you would think it was the other way around, but it's uh, that's the dog days of our of our season is from the first of the year till uh, till about now, and uh, it's it's hard. You you still can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. The conference tournament, the uh, the NCAA tournament, you can't see that yet. It just seems like it's forever. 
but now you can kind of start looking at that and see how things are stacking up, and, and uh, hopefully you have your kids playing well then. Well, Thursday night will certainly be a big game to determine all of those things as the season moves along. Coach, as always, we appreciate their time. Again, congratulations on a good week, and hopefully it's a, a good week here at home. Uh, it be nice to be back at the Coliseum uh, starting on Thursday night. Okay, thanks, Drew. There you go. That's head coach Tony Hobson again. They'll play at 5.30 on Thursday, Missouri Western in town, and then a 2 o'clock tip Saturday against the Bearcats of Northwest Missouri State. Tiger Talk is brought to you by BTI. They're your John Deere dealer. Locations in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Nest City, and Pratt. BTI, our family, in partnership with your family online at btiequip.com. We'll take another break. When we come back, we'll talk men's basketball. Mark Johnson will join us as we continue here on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PWC. People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs. It's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do sell out. This is Philip Kuhn inviting you to dine with us. Big Smoke Barbecue at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue. Space heaters can be a great way to keep warm during the winter if used safely. Only operate space heaters in occupied rooms and always ensure there is a working smoke detector. Plug space heaters directly into a wall and never into an extension cord or power strip. Keep space heaters three feet away from drapes, furniture, and other flammable materials. A safety message from Midwest Energy, a customer-owned cooperative, making energy work for you. The most dependable and respected plumbing and mechanical systems provider in our area for 75 years, the Glassman Corporation. They have a long history of large projects and resolving building problems. They're the experts for commercial and residential heating, AC, plumbing, and geothermal systems, and they specialize in applied chillers and boilers of all types. Glassman has techs on the road all over the region every day. Call Glassman Corporation, 1-800-662-4318. That's 1-800-662-4318 and at glassmancorp.com. You love living and working in western Kansas, and so does the ever-growing team of specialists at Hayes Med. We take pride in helping people and communities thrive. Hayes Med is one of the best hospitals in America for patient experience and a top 20 rural hospital nationally. With our high patient satisfaction ratings and award-winning care, Hayes Med is your destination for rural health because here we specialize in you. Learn more at HayesMed.com. With a combination of Kaiser Liquor and Fort Hayes State Athletics, you're sure to be into something good. Kaiser Liquor and 14 KEYS Hayes. Caleb brings it out high. Now left side, Pichel. Another three, and he buried it. Gabe Pichel, not deterred by the air ball three, comes back to bury it, and the Tigers have their big lead of six, 23 to 17. Yeah, some of the action from yesterday at White Auditorium. The Fort A. State Tigers knocking off the Emporia State Hornets. Pretty impressive game, 74-53. to We'll talk about that as we move along. Welcome back in the Tiger Talk, joined by men's coach Mark Johnson. Before we get to Mark, we'll remind you that you can sync up our radio broadcast with the MIAA Network TV feed. Download the TuneIn app on your smartphone or tablet, and then when you're watching the game, whichever one's ahead, pause it 
and when the uh, the the other device, which was lagging behind, catches up, pause it right before the opening tip, and then you start it. And you can listen to the radio play-by-play along with the TV network feed from the MIAA, uh, especially on the Tigers are on those road games. And uh, Tigers on the road this past week got a split, rough one in Topeka on Wednesday, and then uh, bounced back, got a nice win over Emporia State, and uh, it was a nice bounce back. It's just a tough game in Topeka against Washburn. Just felt like he could never get on track, got off to a, a slow start, and ends up that 10 nothing run to start the game by Washburn kind of ends up being the difference. Uh, you just could never make up that, that, that slow start on Wednesday night. Yeah, I mean, look, we fell down 10 nothing, and that's kind of where the game stayed. The rest of the game, we just couldn't get over the hump. And uh, on the road, you got to get off to a quality start. I think that was the big difference. Emporia, offensively, we made some shots early and, and, and all that. And then Washburn, we did, and we didn't get stopped. We didn't, you know, just a lot going on there. I think that was, um, you know, I didn't feel like we were locked in like we needed to be. And then, you know, Jaheim had just broke his foot. And I think whether it be his coaches or players trying to figure out a new rotation. And, and I think we got a better feel for that walking away from that game and, and kind of did a little a couple things a little different against Emporia. You know, I don't, did that make a difference? I don't know. Really, you know, we made some shots. And, you know, we're averaging, I think, kind of at the, uh, bottom of the league, and th- you know, percentage-wise, it's not great. But if you look at three-pointers made per game, we're we're one of the lower teams in the league, and we normally make five. And and I think against Washburn, we made four or five. I can't remember one. Five for five. twenty-one. And then we made eight. Um, and that may not sound like a big deal, but that's nine points. You know what I mean? And most of our games are less than nine points. You know, and so if you can make eight compared to four or five, that's a big difference in in your success rate. Uh, and, um, you know, we just played much better. And, and uh, you know, one of those, I think probably uh, we played a little bit more inspired uh, because of the Washburn performance. Our guys got some pride about them. And, uh, yeah, de- definitely disappointed in Wednesday's performance. And then at the other end, I don't know if we could play much better than we did on Sunday. Well, it helps to, to, to make a few shots. And that's kind of been this team. Uh, when you shoot it well, I mean, you can play with anybody. And you've looked really, really good. Obviously, when you haven't, it, it's been more of a grind. But, uh, the defense. I mean, it, it it looked like the defense we've become accustomed to seeing over the years. Your guys got after it. I think it kind of – it was like enough's enough. We're, we're, let's get back to how we play ball. And then when you add the component of hitting shots, uh, yeah, you're tough. for sure, for sure. You know, and, and we said that after the game yesterday. You know, we're uh, – you know, very rarely we had yeah, a pretty average shooting night. I mean, you know, you'll take it. It wasn't great. It wasn't bad. I mean, we're one or the other. You know, I mean, we really are. When we, when we don't shoot it well, we do not shoot it very well at all. When we shoot it well, we seem to shoot it at a pretty good clip. But I always think when games – can make a couple threes it makes a difference in our team um and all that obviously elijah had a great night and we tried to we tried to isolate him a little bit more we thought we had an advantage probably need to do a little bit more of that moving forward and kind of simplify the game for him and get him at an area where he could be effective and just hey go go score it um you know, I, we did some things trying to open up the floor. We really changed our offense a little bit because Wash or Emporia um, switches so many ball screens. We had to eliminate. We didn't feel like we could because uh, their 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 big guys actually guard the perimeter better than their guards. You <laughs> yeah. know, you're you're uh, switching off an Owen Long guy who's a great offensive player, but defensively just okay. And then putting him on one of their six seven long athletic guys. So we tried to avoid that. And I think it opened up the floor for us. And you know, we're going to keep continue to do that and hopefully get the success of that. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I thought we guarded really well and, and uh, you know, moved around and, and we're flying around a little better this time around. And uh, hopefully that reset. I think that coming back from Christmas, we played our best basketball on that road trip. 
variety of reasons, uh, a lot of games in a row, five games, 11 days, and hopefully we've gotten we've moved past that, and now we're ready to go. We've only played twice a week uh, for the rest of the season, and, and we can give that kind of performance. Maybe not making shots quite every night, but just giving that kind of performance overall. But it seemed reinvigorated, and it certainly was the case. You mentioned Elijah. He was 9 of 10 from the floor Ties a career high with, with 19 points, and, and it just seemed like every time Emporia had a little momentum, thought they were going to get back, he would either step up or somebody would hit a big shot. But a lot of times it was him, that little mid-range jumper. It was it was deadly yesterday. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of his game. You know, he's a, he's a two-guard, but really he's more of a 15-and-in kind of type player when he's, when he's at his best. And, you know, those games, like, it can turn so quickly. You know, you're up 16 with seven, eight minutes to go, and, you know, that's like we're getting ready to play Missouri Western and you put in the film this morning, uh, Central wins the game by whatever, and you think, well, this was just a, a back and forth. No, uh, Western had a 14-point lead with 10 minutes to go, and at the eight-minute mark, it's three. You know, I mean, with the shot clock and the three-point shot, these things can turn so quickly, and that's why you have to answer that bat, that those those little mini runs. You know, maybe they're, we're, they're down 19. And like I said, they cut it to – Maybe we were 21 or 19. They cut it to 16, and then you got to be able to answer back right back right away to keep that lead, and it kind of demoralizes uh, your opponents. But yeah, if you don't answer that, that that 16 point lead becomes seven and eight pretty quick, and now your players get a little tight. You mentioned Gabe hitting a couple of threes, uh, and uh, Peachel had seven boards, scored eight points, all of them in the first half. Uh, that three he hit because he'd shot an air ball prior to that. Uh, and by, by a couple of feet, and and you've you used the word courage a lot. He's one. He, he doesn't shy away from the moment. He stepped back up, hit that three, hit another three in the in the first half. Kind of spurred you to that to that halftime lead. Uh, that, that was a big shot for him because he's been struggling a little bit shooting the basketball. I think he'd been like two of seventeen or two of eighteen prior to hitting that three. But that it, it was a big one, and just kind of showed you the type of player he is. Yeah, I mean, really. Outside of B, our entire team has struggled. Even Caleb has been on a, a cold stretch, and we've kind of done it as a group. And then, um, yeah, he's lacking a little bit of confidence, and then he steps up and obviously short arms one, and and that very easily could have, uh, you know, look at the Dallas Cowboys <laughs> kicker extra points yeah. a week ago. You know, those things can, can happen. And, and he, one yesterday. Yeah, and he stepped right up and, and made the next one and just kind of got through it and got over it and uh, – yeah, that was big. Like I said, I feel like when he can make a couple threes a game, that just gives us another scoring option we haven't been getting. And like I said, right now, B has just have shot the ball. I think he's 55% from three <laughs> in, in conference. And, you know, really it, his first, uh, what is this, his fourth year for us, so his, his first two and a half years, he wasn't even allowed to attempt a three. He could hit eight prior to this year. <laughs> yeah. He's 20. It was really this, the le- the last third of last year, and then it's really just – transferred into this year it's uh, like told we got now we have what was his name Christoph Peringus or something <laughs> Peringus big shooting big guy so uh that helps us out a lot he got us off to a great start he he hit two threes and had a uh, a nice little put or a shot at the rim and got eight points right away and and uh, that just kind of gave us momentum and I would think I mean that's just not that's something teams have to to consider now I mean he's I mean, you said early on you didn't worry about him out when he's sitting up outside the perimeter. Now you, you've got to you've got to account for him, and if you don't, he's obviously proving that uh, he can make you pay for it. So I would think that's obviously going to blend well to the offense. Well, it helps Caleb and Elijah. You know, when you have guys around him, and that's what's our struggle. Look at Carney; they just 
pack the paint. You know, B was in foul trouble. Mm-hmm. Never, he never got a play till the last five minutes of the game. So now we had no shooting, and they're allowed to just go in there and keep five guys in. Now you have a choice to make. If you want to help off B, then he's going to make a three. And that's why over the years, Northwest, hey, they've had great guards. Don't get me wrong. Those guys are great. But it also – the game's a lot easier for them when their other four defenders have to sit there and hug their man on the three-point line because if you give any help, those guys are going to make the shots, and then you give up that many threes, you're going to get beat. So hopefully, you know, with B there, at least it makes it a four-on-four game at times because his guy has to stay honest with him out there, and that would be nice if we can get a, one or more of these other guys to do the same thing. You know, it, it, not only is it, it helps them, but it really what it does is helps our, our other players have more space to operate and have a chance to score. You kind of saw that yesterday. Caleb had a big game, scored 18 in the contest. Uh, B had the 15 and Nanabu the 19. Tigers first win over a ranked opponent since, 20, uh, since 2019 when they beat Missouri Southern. Uh, had lost 13 straight. First true road win over a ranked opponent since December of 15 at Central Missouri. And we touched on after the game. You've won nine of the last ten at White Auditorium. For whatever reason, you play well there. And it's uh, kind of become a trend. Don't know why, but uh, your guys do. And, and you could feel it from the opening tip. I mean, they were locked in. It was going to be one of those great, those days. Yeah, no, we played well for whatever reason. Uh, we always have. I mean, and obviously you hope that continues. But that's been a good a uh, place for us and, and, and all that and, uh, you know, made shots and just seemed to really always be locked in when we go, we go there. And I don't know. I, I like the confines of, mm-hmm. of wide auditorium. I think it's a little bit together. You know, there's not an open area uh, behind the, the rim and the basket and, and things like that. And um, so that's always good. And then, like I said, you know, you go back to the ranking deal. Part of the problem with us forever, most of the times, most of those games are against Northwest Missouri. <laughs> exactly. You know, That's the majority we finally, of them. Yeah, we finally get to play a 24th-ranked team instead of the number one-ranked team who's winning the national championship <laughs> and all that. Uh, they've been ranked forever now. But, um, but yeah, going back, I feel like we've played really well at Emporia. And, and uh, you know, there's just places around the league that seems to happen. You play well at one place and maybe not so well at another and I really wish we had the answer and I don't know if there is an answer it just happens to be that way well sometimes it's who you're playing too and some of those places on the road you're playing some really good opponents but uh, yeah Tigers will take it nice win on Sunday Tiger basketball or uh, Tiger talk brought to you by the Hayes Orthopedic Institute expertise technology and compassion all right here the Hayes Orthopedic Institute they're the official team physicians for Fort Hayes State Athletics we're live at Big Smoke Barbecue quarter of 8th in Maine and Hayes Order to go, BigSmokeHaze.com. Open Monday through Saturday, 11 to 8 for lunch and for dinner. Of course, the old soda shop location. You get a lot of the, the soda fountain uh, treats as well here at Big Smoke Barbecue in Hayes. We'll take another break. More with Mark Johnson when we return here on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs. It's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do sell out. This is Philip Kuhn inviting you to dine with us. Big Smoke Barbecue at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue. The New Year sale is on at your local Napa Auto Parts store, Gibbs Auto Supply in Hayes. Napa 1000 Peak Battery Amps, Jump Starter $68.99. Power Service Diesel Fuel Supplement $8.99. Scott Shop Towels $249. 
Seafoam Auto Marine Motor Treatment, $849. Ice Melt 20-pound bag, $699. And get a $25 rebate on the purchase of one AAA-branded battery. Check out the savings today at Gibbs Auto Supply in Haynes. Commercial Sign Company wants to thank all of our customers for their business in 2022. And we look forward to serving Colby, Hayes, and the surrounding areas for your signage needs in 2023. Visit CommercialSignCompany.com or give us a call, 866-GOT-SIGN. Their roots run deep in Kansas, and the secret to success, that little bit of something extra. At Adams Brown, they believe that business should be simplified. They ease your burdens rather than add to them. They aren't just your CPAs. They're an extended team just for you, a team that will work and grow together with you. That's something extra is service that gets your attention, exceeding expectations. Certified public accountants at Adams Brown, going above and beyond for you. Online at AdamsBrownCPA.com. Eight to shoot, Caleb in trouble, cross-court to Nanabu. Elijah with three, step back, three-pointer, off the lip, no good, tipped up and in by Janshin! Piatne Janshin with a tip in after the missed three, and the Tigers are up by eight. That was a play you referenced earlier. Big tip in by B came screaming in there after the, the missed shot. He would finish with 15 points, seven boards, four steals, and, and I would... Some of it's the the style of play, but the fact you out rebounded Emporia by fifteen. You look the last two, three, four games. You've been beaten pretty bad on the glass to 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 control the rebounding like you did. Uh, had to make you happy and hopefully a good sign moving forward for this team. Yeah, I thought we were real physical and you had to put bodies on them. And and I, you know just like B, it was nice he had fifteen, but you know B needs to rebound better. We talked about Gilbert. He's I think Gilbert had three rebounds, which for him is double what he normally gets. But this week, B actually rebounded well. I think, what, do you have seven? And I think maybe he had six mm-hmm. or something against Washburn. And you got to have that out of your, you know, your your four and five men have to be able to rebound the basketball. I, I think uh, our guards got involved. You know, Gabe, Gabe's our leading rebounder. And I think Gabe right now with his knees, he's kind of like us old guys. Some days he feels good and some days he doesn't. You know, and I think he felt better on uh, yesterday and getting back to, I think, how many, I don't remember how many rebounds. Hit seven also. Seven, yes, yeah. what I mean. So that's a big deal. You know, at Washburn, I think he might have had three, and then we played someone who had zero and one, you know. Um, that's that's a big part of our rebounding, too, is, is him being a, a factor in there. We did have a, a question. We asked Tony about this. It was about Newman and the MIAA, and I thought Tony took it interesting about just the, the, the number of teams. But uh, and, and Newman's on the men's side's had a little more success, I think, than their their women's program has. But uh, them being in the league and, and, and not the, the typical MIAA type of school, uh, and, of course, with the, the, the 14 teams has made scheduling a little bit a little bit challenging around the conference. Yeah, obviously 14 is not ideal. I think if you're, you know, you'd rather be at 12 or 16. You know, I mean, I think 14 is kind of that place you don't want to be, but I don't know if there's much way to be around it. I think in today's times of people losing leagues, you start getting rid of people and, and getting you down to 12. That's great. But then what happens if two other schools leave and now you're down to 10, now you're down to nine? That's a problem. Uh, for us, I don't. I like it. I mean, they're in Wichita. You know, as exactly. Many, we're in Hayes, Kansas, in this league. I mean, as many uh, two and a half hour drives location wise, uh, and I think it's good. We're in Wichita. You know, you you look at all of our road games. 
uh, I would argue, uh, I mean, probably Topeka when we play Washburn and Newman are our two best crowds. Mm-hmm. Uh, we I get a lot, we have a lot of alum that come to, uh, I would say those two games and, and I heck, I would argue I'm not, I'm not so sure Newman isn't our biggest. So I think it's good for location for us, travel for us. And like I said, I think we have a lot of alums in Wichita, and it's a good turnout. And, and so I, I really I like having them in the league and, and don't necessarily want them to, to go away. Now, if there was a way, that's the only way we could get to 12 or something. But, I mean, uh, but yeah, I, I think it's, it's a good location uh, for a lot of different reasons for four days. Always like seeing Justin Best. He usually shows yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, well, that's probably where we have our most former players. Yeah. So we usually have four or five former players uh, that are in the uh, Wichita area. Uh, that come out to our games and all that. Another question that was sent in, which MIAA team has a better chance of carrying the MIAA flag in a postseason? Throwing four days out of the equation, we hope the Tigers can get hot here and get in, but Central Oklahoma or Northwest, they appear to be the two locks as of as of right now. Hard to go against the, the, the reigning national champs and everything they've done, but obviously UCO's got a really good team this year. Yeah, you know, that's interesting. Obviously, you'd have to go with Northwest. you got to... You know they got to have failure before you would uh, go against them. But I do think Central Oklahoma is a little more gritty this year. You know, last mm-hmm. year they were super talented. Maybe didn't always bring it to the level. I think this group this year they're a little more athletic. The Haywood kid, you know, uh, they're more athletic. I think they're more consistent every day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think they have a pretty good chance. And uh, you know, I tell you, a team that I think is as talented as anybody in the league, but it kind of got of a rough start, and then Emporia beat them in over. I think Missouri Southern. You know, I don't know if they can get there with they have six losses, but if Southern can get to the postseason, I mean, they are athletic, they are big, and they shoot the ball. I mean, they got all the components, but. Uh, Obviously Northwest, but I think Central Oklahoma has a better chance this year. I just think they're more whatever they're more solid in everything they do, and and probably have the potential to to, to make a better run. Last year they're kind of reeling at the end of the year, and I don't think that's going to happen to this year's group. Yeah, I would agree, and they've had a good season, had a big win over Northwest earlier, and you're going to get a chance to see both of them, all three of the ones that you mentioned yet, uh, before the season winds down. It's a it's a grueling grind down the stretch. Tigers at home uh, for one of two final times this season on Thursday and Saturday, and we'll talk about the uh, the Griffins and the Bearcats. They'll be in Hayes Thursday and Saturday night. Uh, we'll do that when we return. Tiger Talk brought to you by BTI, your area John Deere dealer. And we're back with more on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs. It's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do sell out. This is Philip Kuhn inviting you to dine with us. Big Smoke Barbecue at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue. A new year means New Year's resolutions, and at the top of your resolution list should be visiting the Taco Shop. January specials include Sancho's, Beef and Bean Burrito, Beef Enchilada, or Cheese Enchilada for $3.09 each. Ordering is easy with the handy Taco Shop app, or stop by at 722 East 8th. The Taco Shop, a Hayes tradition since 1970. You've never had it so good. Come on down to the Taco Shop.
The cold weather months are the perfect time to have idle farm equipment inspected and repaired. BTI, your local John Deere dealer, offers winter inspections to ensure your machines are in top working condition for next spring. Receive skilled labor and a one-year parts and labor warranty on installed parts. Call your nearest BTI John Deere dealer in Buckland, Greensburg, Pratt, Nest City, Hoxie, and Great Bend to set up your winter service inspection. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. The passions you pursue help shape who you are and make your story brighter. At Golden Belt Bank, we support you because when you live your passions every day, your finest work unfolds. Make today the beginning of another great chapter. This is banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank, one story at a time. Visit goldenbeltbank.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Here's Janssen, over to Nanabu on the right wing. Guarded closely by Johnson. Up top, Hammock used double team. Now to Janssen, open for three. He hammered it home! Biagne Janssen with his third three-pointer. It's 63-44. to Tigers by 19. Yeah, what a, what a shot by B. 21-40, he's... Yeah, he had he's hit he had hit nine threes his entire career prior to uh, this year, and now he's got twenty one this season, and a uh, uh, big one there for B. And the Tigers get a big win over Emporia State, and as we said, the the home schedule uh, dwindling quickly. I, I don't remember the last time Senior Day is going to be on February eleventh. A lot of basketball left, just the way the schedule goes. But another big weekend at home, and 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 really for your team, every game from here on out is is a big one. But really Thursday night, Missouri West. Western, um, they're a team behind you. you. You didn't play well. They played outstanding when you met them in that that makeup game. That was five of eleven. That was the fifth game, and uh, and uh, hopefully it'll be a little bit different story when you, you play them on Thursday. But uh, a big one when the the Griffins come to Cat Town on Thursday night. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we still have not um, secured a, the conference tournament, you know. And this is a, a team you got. They, you don't want to be in a tiebreaker with them. They got right now can't afford for them to sweep you. We need to keep moving forward and keep the momentum going, and. Uh, you know, obviously the Northwest, you know, looming right behind that. I mean, your focus has to be Thursday night, and that we need to understand that's the the most important game. And you know, we we a little bit like Washburn, I would say those are the two games. Uh, we we just were kind of, uh, you know, this group never doesn't not show up, but I don't feel like we were at our 100% locked-in mm-hmm. effort. I mean, our guys, even when they're not, usually play harder than most other teams. But I would say those are the two games this year. We just weren't really uh, – like I said, I, the Western game, our bodies were moving. I think we were playing hard. We just were a little bit of a fog. And uh, hopefully, uh, you know, we come back here and, and ready to respond and, and have a great performance and continue and build off what we just did. Well, if I remember in that game, they're the length. I mean, it, it, it was a problem, and it, and it gave you fits. And, and we talk – how big Division Two basketball has gotten, just players' size, and they're as long as anybody in the conference. Yeah, you know they make it. They make you a jump shooting team a little bit like Southern. You know they have those big guys inside, like the Nunes kid isn't necessarily a great offensive player, but he makes it really hard to score at the rim. They make it really hard to score at the rim, whether it be 
you know, Gilbert has done a pretty good job this year being able to kind of bulldog his way in there and lay it in. He could not do that because that Nunez, that kid is like six, all of 6'11", and yeah. he is long. So, you know, we really can't throw it inside and score in the back to the basket. And then when our guards get to the rim, you're not going to finish, you know. So we have to obviously shoot the ball better. I think we had a stretch. We missed 18 threes in a row. Um they're just not. You're not going to get much at the rim, so you're going to have to be a jump shooting team. Now that doesn't mean all threes. You know, we you just got to be able to hit your pull ups a little bit, be in there, get to the paint. You're probably going to have to stop and shoot that little eight eight nine footer at times, and 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 all that. Then we got to do a better job of chasing their shooters. The the Dixon kid, the, uh, the Glover kid, they shoot the ball really well, and they you can't let them beat you from three. And we didn't do a good enough job chasing them out uh, off, off the three point line. Yeah, Glover, their all time leading three point shooter, and they've had had some good ones over the years. He's got more threes than anybody who's ever worn a Missouri Western uniform. That'll be on Thursday night. Then the Northwest Missouri State, uh, they won't be ranked number one when they come to Hayes, but they're still highly ranked, and they're battling for an MIAA crown yet again. They've obviously been the team to chase. And you guys have been close. I mean, you were in the game the first time there. You were in the game in the conference. I mean, really, you go back the last two, three years, you've played them consistently as well as anybody just – haven't been able to get over the hump, and uh, it'll be a big challenge again on Saturday, but it'll be interesting to see uh, if you can close that gap a little bit and, and maybe put a little pressure on them there in the final couple of minutes. Yeah, you know, I think the last three times we've played them, uh, two of them have been at third place and mm-hmm. one was a neutral site. I mean, we've been tied or had the lead with under eight minutes to go in the game. And uh, we two things. One, we haven't done a good enough job finishing, but also, to their credit, those guys, that's what they do. You know, you don't have the record they have without being able to close games out. So uh, we got to do a better job, you know, probably make better decisions, do whatever it is. But we also, I think the big thing is we got to go back to that courage. We got to be able to step up in that moment and make those shots. And we just haven't been able to make the big shot uh, against uh, Northwest the last three times. We've had it right there. And really the difference is, you know, the Bernard kid is, I think going into that game was one of 17 or two of 18. We have a one-point lead with just under eight minutes at the end of the clock, he hits a three. They go up two, and that kind of just – but that's what they do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That, that they, when, the, when it has to be done, uh, they get it done, and, and we got to be the ones that are able to do that. And that's coming up on Saturday. And, again, get out and watch the Tigers after this weekend. Only one more home weekend. Hard to believe it, but it's going fast. Coach, as always, appreciate the time. and Have a good week of practice. We'll see you Thursday night. All right. Thanks, Jordan. That's head coach Mark Johnson of the Fort A. State Tigers. Again, Thursday, 530 and 730 against the Griffins from Missouri Western. And then Saturday afternoon, 2 and 4 o'clock, the Tigers taking on the Bearcats of Northwest Missouri State. Tiger Talk presented again today by Golden Bell Bank of Hayes and Ellis. Adams Brown, the Taco Shop, BTI, and the Hayes Orthopedic Institute. And, of course, live from Big Smoke Barbecue at the corner of 8th and Main in Hayes. You can order to go, BigSmokeHays.com. Big Smoke Barbecue, the home of Tiger Talk. That'll wrap it up for Tony Hobson and Mark Johnson. This is Gerard Welbrock. Appreciate you listening, and we'll talk to you next Monday on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC.